I got soft locked in uh, Super Metroid today. No, you didn't. There's no okay. so you, Yeah, I did. I guess you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Shut I feel up, like I did. EJ. I don't Shut think up. So. Uh, okay. I think you just, you got, think you you just got, got owned, lost. EJ. I think you just you got, got lost. By... That game is it's very easy <laughs> to just be lost. And there's one <laughs> little thing you were supposed to I'm just telling you, EJ, there's yeah. like one dumb little thing you were supposed to shoot. That's all that it comes this, down to. You are not soft locked. This this does sound like yeah, like uh, you're right because I there were a couple of times where I felt like I was soft locked, and you're right. I just like had to like curl up in a ball and drop a bomb or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then I would get out of it. But I'm I I feel pretty certain <laughs> I was soft locked on this one, buddy. Like I shot I shot everything. It's I want to see I want to see where you are. I want to know. Yeah. Well, no, no, you can't like see it? where I am because I turned oh, the game. I was like, it. yeah. Well, I didn't delete it. I'm just gonna go back to my previous save. Sure. But. I got two questions. What's up? Where does Samus drop the bomb from when they're in the ball form? <laughs> and, and two, mm-hmm. if you could turn into a ball. Mm-hmm. And drop a bomb. Where would be the first place you'd do that at? Where like would I drop office? a bomb? <laughs> Where'd I drop a bomb? I'd kill Hitler. Is yeah. that the correct answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't kill Hitler. It's, it's 2024, thing. Matt. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of an ethical place Listen, to Matt, drop a bomb. We're not killing Hitler anymore. Okay. <laughs> We're deprogramming Hitler now. We okay? kill Mussolini wanna... because his rise led to people like Hitler. Mm, interesting. Listen, no, I, what I'm saying answer. is I would go back in time and I would show Hitler some very specific literature. Uh-huh. Okay. Very good. And then he would change. And Hunter wins. That's how no, Samus wins the wrong. video game. <laughs> you are all wrong. You're all absolutely okay. wrong. You can't. Samus okay. can't go in the past. The ball doesn't time traveler. You go into your backyard. You drop the bomb. You build a pool. <laughs> oh, interesting! It's your backyard, so the answer is wrong the with you. That's where Sun yeah. wanted to go, not to not to the Hitler thing. That was a mistake. No, we've been there before. I, know, I feel like I feel like if you were going to like if 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 you had the ability to curl up in a small ball, right, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. and be able to drop anything, I, I would say why bomb? You know, like why not something else? Like yeah. what if we could? Why not cake? Do, why, exactly. Why not hot dog? You know. <laughs> why not hot dog from, from pork, ball? pork or beef? Pork or beef hot dog? Um. Oh, beef. Why can't you? Wh- wait. Why are you limiting yourself? Why can't you? Depending on your because mood, I can't eat select. beef hot dogs anymore. <laughs> and so now, now it's the awkward conversation that I had at the movie theater the other day when I asked the gal, I was like, it's "Is that a beef or pork based hot dog?" And she stared at me for five solid seconds. Yeah. Where we both we both took a breath. And she said, it's beef. And I was like, well, I'll have the Bavarian pretzel. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go. It's a flirty look at 30 years ago uh, in video games, no less. Uh, sometimes other things as well. I don't know. We can talk about music, but today we're going to talk about video games. It's me, Matt Martins. I'm here with Hunter Donaldson. Hello, it's me, Hunter Donaldson, and I am here joined with two of my friends. Two friends. The full panel is here. EJ Sanders. Hello, it's me, EJ Sanders. And Son Sanders. Hello. So uh, we're here with a very important task today. 
uh, and that task is uh, to just hang out and have a really good time with our friends and talk about stuff Aww. we want to play in the future. That's it. See, every time in the past we've been together, it's been mm -hmm. a very important task, and I've led with we're here it's for a very important stressful. task. And it's been like a competition and stressful, and we've all prepared notes. And today, mm -hmm. we just get to talk about 1994 and 2024 and the games releasing in those two years and which ones yeah. we want to play. And that's the whole thing of today. It's our most anticipated games of the beginning of our 30-year retrospective season that is co coinciding with our keeping up with the times season, as, as it were. Uh, so I'm very excited. Hunter, you've provided a, a beautiful document to me and my friends uh, that is mm -hmm. just like almost everything that came out in uh 94 and everything that is set to come out in 2024 and we get to kind of go through all of it uh we've highlighted some of it but i'm really curious to see what stuff everybody is hyped for yeah yeah it's uh so the way the document works is it's got every month of the year divided up into two columns one for uh january 94 30 years ago and one for the current timeline we're in uh, and the whole point of this this new version of the show is to sort of live in the present and the past as if you are occupying like multiple universes yeah. at once. Like right. that's how I want to think about it. So I am not only living January 2024, I'm also reliving January 1994. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is like kind of the, the essence, the philosophical center <laughs> of the show will be that mm -hmm. and i feel like if i explained it to a therapist they would be like you need to let go a little you know what i mean like that's kind of what i'm already sensing with it and that's why we don't get mental health i'm gonna need to <laughs> shit my pants <laughs> those were two such different statements okay. from my two sanders <laughs> brothers i'm gonna need to shit my pants a lot oh, i'm gonna relive my curiously through my yeah. two-year-old body, yeah, I I'm gonna have to shit myself. Yeah. I was, I was four. I was definitely still shitting my pants. You were, you were four years old, and you were still doing that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, probably. Uh, that's, yeah. that's common. 2024 me is shitting my pants. <laughs> 20 yeah. in honor of 1994 me. 2024 me. You know what? Shame, it's so. solidarity with my daughter. That's what it is. It's all yeah. about. Yes, it's, it's just, solidarity with the when malls. she poop on potty, I poop on potty, and if she don't, well, I that don't. means you're gonna poop like once every week. Is that what you're? Yeah, it's like once that? every three right days, Oof. and it hurts bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, uh, do you guys you do yeah. that rendition of that Frank Zappa album cover? It was just you two there. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'd love that as a christmas card it's <laughs> a christmas card well should we uh should we dive through these months we got 12 months to talk about uh and and yeah. do each of them twice so for january 1994 it's very simple i haven't gone in and checked any of this but we are talking about a time when the holidays reigned supreme video games were toys first and foremost which meant they were put out there right before the holidays so everyone would buy them for the holidays and that was like the primary release window for things at least in america which means hunter I, the only thing you've put on our calendar for january 1994 is a little known game called mega man x mega man yeah so is that i mean i is that anybody's most anticipated because we're gonna get that's happening in a week we'll, that's just we'll next week's thing game in I, I did want to say mega man always uh kind of reached out to me as a kid i do think the art 
of specifically the Mega Man X games. I never cared about it's the amazing. NES Mega Mans, but I have always, yeah, like Zero and X, it's just been kind of a lifelong fascination with the art and maybe nothing else. <laughs> Hey, they're cool. I don't, I don't remember. There was a Mega Man game that didn't come out in 1994, but it was like an RPG. And I mm-hmm. remember you were Mega zero for a lot. Is that what it is? Yeah. Where it's like you're like running through. It's very Digimon Cyber Sleuth. I mm-hmm. remember absolutely mm-hmm. loving it. Um, that game. I just I've I've always loved Mega Man's art. It's just so fantastic and and just timeless. Yeah. It will last yeah. forever, in my opinion. Also from that year, the Game Gears Doctor Robotnik's mean bean machine <laughs> oh is ej excited for that one tell I'm me i'm not more. excited for that but i should be that's that is a worthy that's like a worthy <laughs> thing to note i i feel like i don't know what a mean bean machine is but uh it sounds better than mega man x if i'm being honest yeah well it's you know think about the shape of a bean and uh-huh. then think about dr mario a little bit and you might start putting it together no, dr no. mario became a doctor robotnik already a doctor um, and there you go. Mario's got it. a copy Tetris, <laughs> and Sonic's got a copy Mario. And thus, <laughs> and thus it all continues. The cycle continues. <laughs> That's the order. Um, so I am going to drop some historical factoids in here as we as we sort of go, as we cover the games and, and go through the year. Um, I will say no one... So I, I read all of the uh, available video game magazines... Uh, for December 1993 because I wanted to see what people were writing about as far as anticipation for next year. And I found some really surprising results. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of all over the place. You've got a few magazines that were like actually kind of forward-thinking and prescient, and there's a lot of people that fell on their faces. (laughs) One magazine in particular that I found that took a very interesting approach was Electronic Gaming Monthly, who in their December 1993 issue just didn't really anticipate any games really at all and in <laughs> yeah. fact i noticed that too I, I only got like halfway through it but i was like are they going to talk about anything in this issue or is this no. all reviews issue <laughs> so their 1993 cover story is about a fighting game not even necessarily a new fighting game it's just trying to teach you how to play this fighting game called like eternal something i don't even remember i didn't even write it down it's not important but i will say this eternal sunshine spotless mind the thing that i love about egm is their attitude they have the most attitude of anybody in the business at this point point. and one of the things that i noticed in reading that issue is that they have not covered mega man x in december 1993 they haven't done a review yet but they have had the game for a couple months and let me tell you they are letting you know that. Like, they're not writing anything official about it. But everyone keeps commenting like, dude, Mega Man X is really awesome. And it's so cool that we've been playing it forever. And you don't get to play it yet. But we have played it. The because editors, we are video game journalists. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the editor has like a top 10 video games right now. And he had put Mega Man X at number one for two months already before December 1993, just essentially (laughs) bragging. Like, that's literally all that is. You're not telling me anything about the game. You're just saying, yeah, it rules. Too bad you can't play it, loser. (laughs) Um, I will say, looking at the list of 94 games, though, I would would argue that in 1994, Mega Man X would probably be one of my top three, if not top two, anticipated games. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to talk about. There's it. a lot of there's a lot of good games because I'm noticing that you all didn't put games that we already have on the list in the big because obviously we've already covered them. But I mean, like Doom, 
yeah. Here. Yeah, there's things that have been talked about. Doom 2, Doom 2 is on there. Yeah, Doom Doom was 93. So, uh we're a oh, year we're Snatcher's a year not out. on here though. Natcher's not 93. Police Knots is 94. Or sorry. Oh, Natcher's not 90 90. I don't worry. I did so <laughs> In the last last week's episode, yeah, yeah. I explained uh-huh. the rules as far as what constitutes uh, a 94 okay. game. And you do kind of have to take a specific stance. Okay. I'm not going to reiterate those rules because the listeners already heard them last week. Right. That makes sense. No, I've I've heard them too now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I've heard I, I've heard them as well. Yeah. 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 We know yeah. the rules. Now. Hey, it's Sorry. just it's North American release wins yeah, okay, out. Okay. Uh, if it if it was if it was released in North America, North American release. Uh, no, and important. I and I knew that though. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you already knew that. I'm just reiterating it to you. <laughs> right, right, right. Can right. we talk about right. 2024? Because January 2024 actually does have quite a bit of releases, and I'm curious if anybody in particular is excited for anything right here in the in the month we're in i got one um i am for one and we can kind of have a i think we should have a little discussion maybe me and son about this right now because i think we might see this game a little differently i am actually excited for the last of us part two remaster and i'll tell you why uh i played the game when it came out in 2020 haven't played it not one i never replayed it uh and it's been mm-hmm. four years I'm excited to replay it, and guess how much it's going to cost me to replay it, and it's going to look better. It's going to cost me ten dollars. I don't care. Like oh, you're, really? you're saying, you're going to make the game look a little better. You're going to give me some extra roguelike mode that may be good. It might be crap. You're going to give me some some little like director's commentary type features. It's going to show me some levels that they didn't even finish. Fine, you can charge me ten dollars for that. As long as the whole game looks better, I don't care. Oh well, as someone who hasn't looked into it, just heard that it is being remastered. <laughs> as someone who's just a cynic at the idea of remasters, <laughs> these fuckers want to drain me of all the money. Um, uh, ten dollars, hey listeners. I'll tell you one thing that I have in my real life, and every time I see it, every time on the shelves, I go to a price chopper. I see a deal. I get it most of the time. <laughs> so ten dollars, hell yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think ten dollars is a good price point for. I mean, so uh, just to explain that real quick, um, if you already own Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. it it costs you ten dollars to upgrade yeah. to the remaster, which is PS5 free advertisement. Only. Yeah, Naughty Dog, give us now if you sponsor do not, this video. Of course, Naughty Dog sponsors us. That's you know that's why we've covered so many of their games thus far. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The they, other ones. Just the best ones. A lot of attention from us. Uh, but yeah, this will be an opportunity also just to talk about Last of Us Part Two, which I think is a wild game. Yeah. And also, it's time for us to court some controversy four years late. So sure. let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited because I'm I have really strong feelings about Last of Us. Um, oh my god you're the only one i'm the only one i'm the only one so i have really strong feelings wow. and i think the world is only ready to finally hear it yeah we're ready to yeah. only person Easy. no one's no one's ever really talked about this game it's a little known game yeah no one says yeah, very anything. excited i have a weird january uh thing i don't know that i'm like super hot for it but it is a game i want to check out and I, mm-hmm. like i hope i can play a demo or something of to see where it's at or i'm interested to see the reviews of to then be convinced to maybe play it and that's the new prince of persia game uh it is a yeah. side-scrolling mm-hmm. prince of persia lightly metroidvania it's ubisoft it's completely up in the air whether or not it could be like good or great or bad, right? I, I want to see kind of how the reviews fall. I feel like the hype, generally speaking, is a little low, which I just kind of think mm-hmm. means it's probably whatever. But I'm interested in it. Yeah, Ubisoft is about to have a 
big year, maybe? Question mark. Um, they've got a lot of stuff coming out. There's something I'm excited about in February that we'll get to. But yeah, um, yeah you know, I, I, I'm kind of hyped for this little thing. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of looked it up a little bit earlier in, in terms of January releases and uh, I feel pretty confident that it'll be interesting at the very least. I like uh, a I'm major hoping. developer doing a 2D side-scrolling platform. Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like that isn't Nintendo or whatever, right? Yeah, but it's I, also Ubisoft who... Oh, well, whatever. Ubisoft. We'll I know. We'll, I know. We'll, see. we'll they, see. We'll see. They struggle. Don't they, they, they struggle. have a Don't they have a pretty good history with side-scrollers? Don't they have a few of them? Did they do the Rayman? I mean, the newer they got Rayman. Rayman. Might have done yeah. the Rayman. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Rayman. Okay, I, I was like, okay, I thought they did like a really yeah. big one. Sorry, the only the only little thing I saw in uh, January is I've played a lot of Art of Rally, and there's going to be an iOS version of that game. Um, it's not a new uh, game at all, but I'd I'm interested to see how they integrate that. I always thought it would be a really good mobile game, so it's pretty interesting to see that it's coming out on iOS. So uh, be on the lookout for that if you like little chill um, racing games. That's cool. Yeah. I want to second that. I also love Art of Rally, um, and I would play that on my tablet. Yeah. Gladly. So there you go. Yeah. Son, honorable mention. You know, I've always dabbled in the Ace Attorney games. I've never, like, beaten oh, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually really excited for the trilogy. All just pa- nice package, all, all in one spot. I think I'm going to get it on my deck and then just play, slowly play the hell out of it. Yeah. I've always wanted to play those games, um, and I know they, ha- they have a big um a, like a good history yeah that's a cool one to get exactly. back to because i actually was working on a project a while back of getting a 3ds and a ds all set up and uh i don't know that i specifically want to play the uh the re-release this ace attorney trilogy thing um but it does just make me want to play the original ds games on my ds that because i set that up and it's just been sitting in my uh nightstand waiting for me to play it uh so i don't know maybe maybe i can come around to that yeah, yeah, this well, is. I'd love it, to play with him, with you. It's a confusing package because yeah. Apollo Justice is, a is separate, like a spinoff game, right? right. Um, but it does contain uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Dual Destinies, which was, I believe, one of the DS ones, mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and that is not an Apollo Justice game. So I don't. I Just feel a like strange set. <laughs> Did you see the platforms it's coming out on? It's coming out on last gen consoles. So it's coming oh, out I on didn't know PS4, oh, Xbox One, and then Switch and PC, uh, uh, which, you know, obviously, but it's weird that it's only coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. Capcom has done a good job of keeping their stuff like available forever, but yeah. I also feel like they kind of bite off. Like, they're, it's like they're so much trying to be the anti Nintendo mm-hmm. of just always making sure you can buy their, their products that you like. That maybe mm-hmm. it's a lot to do. Like, it's like, I don't want to overcorrect, but I do sometimes want to be like, hey, Capcom, it is, it's a lot to do. <laughs> and maybe you're doing it a little fast yeah. and there's maybe too much of it. But I mean, I appreciate it. And Nintendo should be taking notes. They don't, but they should be. Right. No. Uh, but yeah, it does. It, it just feels like a weird package. That's my only complaint with it. But yeah. I, I always want to check out Ace Attorney more. Yeah, it, I, I saw it as just a smattering of, different games they've come out some of the ds releases and whatnot i, I was like if this is 15 dollars, 20 bucks even i'm picking it up if yeah. it's like 50 dollars, not even gonna touch it all right well let's move forward and talk about uh february 94 uh mm. so going back in time again and uh this is most importantly the release of sonic 3 uh and i think that is the one of the bigger things to talk about for the year uh it's funny how it was front loaded with the like I don't know the like namesake, you know, Mega Man to Capcom and Sonic to Sega. Like this year mm-hmm. led off with a very, you know, forceful awakening. 
Yeah. Um, Sonic 3, obviously, not the maybe not the best Sonic, mm-hmm. uh, but it is definitely the most Sonic of the early Sonic <laughs> games. And it is, like, it's very cute. It's very, like, it's snappy. It's animated. It's like, this is, this is the first Sonic game that comes out with a sense of prestige around yeah. Sega's brand. Right. And I'm really excited uh, to talk about that. And also to just, like, you know, uh, the music of Sonic 3 is maybe my favorite video game music of all time. Not yeah. to take anything away from the Sonic 2 soundtrack, which was done by a completely different person or com- completely different people. Because I guess Sonic 3 is, like, all of Michael Jackson's uh, supporters, mm-hmm. like, sans Michael Jackson or whatever. But I do think that as, like, an album of video game music, it is very important to me. And, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. excited to talk about Sonic 3. That's really cool. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those albums that you can uh, put on like around. I think anyone. And <laughs> yeah. Everyone just have the music the, start playing. Music. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's like like Outrun. I think is another soundtrack where mm-hmm. you can just play this around people, and everyone really just likes it. Right. It's just yeah, it's so good. EJ, you got anything for ninety four? Yeah, uh, the only other thing is released in February of nineteen ninety four in the United States was Alfred Chicken. Uh, which is a little uh, platformer. It, it's a good game. I've played this game. You guys not like Alfred Chicken? I don't know anything about it. It's now on my radar. I'm adding it to okay. the list. I'm sorry I'm that you Googling haven't it played right Alfred now. Chicken, okay? I um, love him. I love him. I'm looking at this guy. This guy's this is, amazing. This is sun-coated for sure. This is a sun-coated oh. little game. Um, yes. Sun, sun you'll love this. It's a little NES game uh, came out. Uh, like I said, in February of that year, little 2D side-scrolling platformer guy. It's fun. It's wow. just a lot of fun. Uh, sure. And I hope people check that out. Why I would. Not? I probably would not have been hype about it in 1994. Uh, well, actually, maybe I would have. Just because I, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, as a two-year-old, you would have been like, Mm-mm, chicken, chicken, and, <laughs> and you would have been really into exactly. it. Exactly. That'd yeah. been pretty hype. I found. I found a copy of the sprites. Um, so all yeah. the like the it's complete pretty. animation of the sprites <laughs> um, for just the chicken. I'm posting in the chat right now. Yeah, um, yeah that's great. They're wonderful. I was just able to find it. Like, here's all yep. these cool things. Yeah, um, and cool the art is dude. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter, we closed last week's episode talking a little bit about a game came out February 94 called the Ninja Warriors. Yeah. Uh, care to tell me why you highlighted that one? <laughs> Um, because it's a, so, so 94 is kind of interesting for a particular genre of video game that kind of went away, but has recently sort of made a bit of a comeback, which is the beat 'em up Yeah. Um, we had Streets of Rage 4 in what, 2019 or 2020. Um, and then we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Um, but the Ninja Warriors is a beat 'em up game that says, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if you couldn't move up and down? Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's actually pretty great yeah. uh, for making the beat-em-up into a, a, a more considered uh, action game. Uh, it is not easy. <laughs> no. it's, it's a challenging <laughs> game. Uh, but it's, it's kind of got a little bit of like kind of from software style, like you got to do it right yeah. type yeah. Uh, like way of thinking. As opposed to, you know, there's another game that we'll talk about later in the year that I also ha- love a lot. Ninja Warriors is more a game I found later because they started, it, there is a game coming out this year that is in the Ninja Warriors franchise, Whoa. which doesn't matter <laughs> to anyone. Right. Um, and this isn't even the first time they've done this. Like five years ago, there was a Ninja Warriors comeback game as wow. well. And still no one really, it's, it's just like an this, office of six people that are like, we still make these. <laughs> right. 
mm-hmm. in Japan, the game was called the Ninja Warriors again uh-huh. because it was a uh, essentially the console version of an arcade game. Mm-hmm. The Ninja Warriors has always announced itself as some sort of intellectual property that is very important to people in spite of the fact as uh, I don't think a lot of people care about it. Yeah. And I respect that. I respect being arrogant in spite of your lack of stature. <laughs> uh, let's move on to February 2024 where there's so much stuff. There's no way we would mm-hmm. be able to like cover everything. EJ, you were alluding to an Ubisoft game. I have to assume you have a little bit of hype for Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, come on. We're Sea of Thieves guys. We're going to be playing some Skull and Bones, okay? We're going to be playing This it. is like, the long-promised follow-up to the yeah. Assassin's Creed pirate game, right? Yep. That game came yep. out, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, that's Black cool. Black. It's Assassin's Creed. But the water and the boats, though, mm-hmm. there's something is happening there, and it's freaking me out, and I love it. And this, this game has been like in development forever based on that. And yeah, uh, yeah I, wonder, I wonder how it'll stick with everyone. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be released five or six years ago, right. and they've they just they just couldn't get this thing out the door, which is totally fair. It looks uh, it looks ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say even more ambitious than some of the stuff Ubisoft goes for. I know their Assassin's Creed franchise uh, is pretty ambitious. Uh, uh, you know, especially in the last uh, couple of entries, I yeah. felt like they really went for larger worlds and things like that. Definitely. Um, I I am worried about this game. I'm worried. I'm worried about this game. Too long, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about it, but yeah. Yeah. I am excited loosely for a dumb game, Mario versus Donkey Kong. There are a couple of Mario versus Donkey Kong puzzle games for like the DS, and I loved them a lot. This one is kind of bringing those back, but like with a lot of new differences added to them that I don't know if they'll actually pan out for me. So this one I'm kind of like lightly excited for. I want to just check it out and see see what it has going on, but I, I won't say I'm like super hyped for it. It's weird because when they re-released um, Advance Wars mm-hmm. on the Switch, I was like, this is fine to charge $50 for this. But for some reason, them re-releasing Mario versus Donkey Kong, I'm like, you can't charge $50 for a Game Boy Advance <laughs> game. I don't care how good it looks. Well, I don't, I, I don't think this one is fully a re-release because there's a lot, lot of new stuff like to this one okay. i might be wrong i might be wrong there but it, it looked like they were adding a ton of weird new mechanics that honestly didn't look preferable to me so i, I don't even know where to where to go with that i'll say this my big thing for there's one game that i'm just gonna let somebody else take or actually we don't even need to talk about it because in february we will talk about it a whole lot what i would rather <laughs> use my time talking about uh is how this year one of my new year's resolutions is to finish a dang Persona game because oh, I've never yeah. finished mm. one. Right. Let me tell you, it's you can been, play them forever. <laughs> yeah, you can play them for a really long time, and they're almost so chill that it's this is not a criticism, but it's easy to just kind of walk away from them too because you mm-hmm. kind of just hang out with them for a while, mm-hmm. and it's easy to be like it's just it's just like losing track with somebody that you work with or something like that. Yeah. But Persona 3 yeah. Reloaded comes out this year. It is a remake from the ground up of Persona 3, and for some reason I've selected it as my Persona game that I am going to arbitrarily finish, and I think the reason why is a pretentious reason, which is with Persona 5 and Persona 4, those are both the games that I have played in the series. They, they weren't old enough 
Mm. I needed to peel back <laughs> earlier into the series' timeline yeah. to decide if the if I really liked the core of it. And I feel to like get at the roots. Yes. I wanted to get at the roots. So yeah. I've waited for mm-hmm. this moment that I didn't even know was happening until pretty recently. Um and now I've selected that game. That is the game that I'm gonna finish. Yeah. I'll Re- play it with you. Remakes and remasters are on the rise, but it's actually kind of astounding how much is just explicitly hitting in February. There's Persona, there's Mario vs. Donkey Kong we just talked about. There's a remake of Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. That's mm-hmm. like a very hot indie game I know a lot of us are into. There's a, Dar- a Star Wars Dark Forces remaster. There's a Tomb Raider remaster. This isn't yeah. a remaster, but they're bringing back Helldivers. Homeworld <laughs> is coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so weird Matt. how February is the month Matt. of like, you remember? Hey, you remember? Remember when the other thing? Remember when Assassin's Creed boat game? Well, we got a new one, and we're just only it's, calling the oldies. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah. Sit down with the yeah. ones you love, playing the games yeah. you know, the ones you yeah. remember, the love you used to have, and play them well, again for fifty nine ninety nine. It's you and your girlfriend, Homeworld. Okay, and you need <laughs> to treat her right. Yeah, and also Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. And then that game no, comes no, out, and no, it's like yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I who, didn't want to say it. No I wanted to wait cares. for Hunter to no, bring it no up. No one cares about <laughs> that. Yeah, game. but like whatever. Let's, let's let's say nothing of it. I think we will accomplish our goal in yeah. February My heart of just talking about a it. Even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really I'm glad so to be a part of it now. I'm a part of the thing that everybody's excited for. It's really fun. Let's move on to 1994, March 1994. There's an important one. That's in that month that I do not want to play at all. But Elder Scrolls Arena did come out. The original Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls game was released, and uh, I've touched it before, and I don't care to do it more. But we'll we'll at least let it come up in conversation. But I can't imagine we'll we'll play very much of it. I hope not. I have something to add to this, okay. which is that one of the gaming magazines selected. Elder Scrolls Arena as their cover story <laughs> in December 1993. Nice. It, made, it was a computer gaming world. Uh, they were like, well, let's write about this game. And you read the cover story, and it is so wild. It starts, and it just talks about math. It just talks about how, <laughs> think about like an RPG game with a lot of math and a lot of procedural <laughs> stuff, and doesn't that sound really awesome? And then it starts talking about the story and it's it's literally a journalist describing the story of the Elder Scrolls to an audience for like probably one of the first times, if not the first time. Yeah. And in the first paragraph that's describing the world of Elder Scrolls, the first like Tamriel-esque word you see is Skyrim. Oh, it's that's so cute. wild. That's fun. It is the this person thought, oh, you know what I need to emphasize is this Skyrim place. That's that really sounds funny. really interesting. And it's it, it's a great read. 1993, Computer Gaming World, uh, December issue. Read that cover yeah, story. It is I really will. fun and hilarious. Uh, especially, especially, mostly what I want to do is the historical look at Arena. I don't care to play it very much, but I do want to read about it and, and mm-hmm. see what people were mm-hmm. saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Son, what are you excited Same. for uh, in March of 94? My most anticipated game of of '94 is NBA Jam. Yeah, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> that game Come is like the slam. out of. I looked at I looked at every single one of these games. I was like, that's the best game of this year. A hundred 
One I'm really percent. sad NBA because jams is so much fun. We knew this project was upcoming and I'm really sad that we had all four of us in one room and we did not hook up my Super Nintendo and my copy of NBA Jam and just like play uh, for a little while. Uh, what a fascinating relic of a different time when licensing so controlled everything. So Michael Jordan is at his not, highest of heights and he is not, not in the NBA Jam video game. Instead it's Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Yeah. Scotty Pippen yeah. and Horace Grant. Horace Grant is the other <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just no. Sorry, not to flex or anything, but that is Horace Grant. Flex. Uh, just thought you guys should know that the sure. other person is Horace Great. Grant. He's heating wow. up. He's on fire. <laughs> yeah. You can hire that it guy. Just... You can hire Horace Grant to still send you <laughs> thing like jam isms uh, for like your your phone. You can you can like have a voicemail yeah. message recorded by uh, by that guy. Horace Grant, who yeah, that's did amazing. not do the voice acting for that game, but. Oh, well. <laughs> Uh, Hunter, what are you excited for in March? I am excited for Castlevania Bloodlines. Mm. Um, we have not covered any Castlevania yeah. games uh, mm -hmm. on the show. And I feel like I actually don't have a lot of love for the older Castlevania games. My love for Castlevania starts at Symphony of the Night. So pretty much mm. anything that is a lead-in to Symphony of the Night is very appealing to me. Yeah. And in my research and looking at Castlevania... Uh, there are really just two games pre-Symphony of the Night that I'm interested in, uh, Dracula X, Rondo of Blood, and this game, which is one of two games that Konami made for the Genesis, so it has like double cool points, um, in uh, 1994 that was of a uh, series that they had started on Nintendo consoles. So it's also kind of a betrayal of Mario game. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. You never, you never played Simon's Quest? I, I have... So I have tooled around with a little bit of the older Castlevania games and mm -hmm. they just don't, I need a little bit more from the, um, I feel like of the graphics, to be honest, like the NES yeah. Castlevania games, like look kind of derpy to me. Mm -hmm. And once they kind of upgrade the, the sprites a little bit, it really kind of sings more. Yeah. But yeah, I, I haven't ever gotten through any of them. That, that was how Metroid felt to me. When, when, when we were doing Game Boy Metroid, like that's what my issue with NES and Game Boy Metroid are. Is I don't really, I just don't like the look of them. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for a game we have brought up on this show before. This will not be something that I can like play to completion. Uh, XCOM UFO Defense is a game from our 90s mm. PC season yeah. that was at least brought up. Uh, it kind of was eventually set aside because it's just like everyone knows it's so incredibly hard and so incredibly long to beat but i'd still love to go check it out if i can get it running on my computer uh at a at a normal pace uh and not too yeah. chuggy yeah um i think that it will be interesting to boot it up and and give it a shot yeah um i love xcom uh enemy unknown slash enemy within whatever mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it um but i don't know that i have what it takes to play the older <laughs> yeah, ones so exactly. do not get excited older people <laughs> oh, wow. who might be listening yeah. i respect you but i might not understand yeah. you you're more powerful just than us. the ui of this game looks so yeah it's, yeah <laughs> a lot. it's a lot uh hunter wow. you you specifically also set aside for me things i've now looked at and checked out playing for the first time ever uh urban strike and subterranea 
yeah. to just to, i mean not they're not that related games one of them a helicopter game and one of them though is a style of game i'm very into which is just like you're a weird little hovercraft that's shooting around a cave and uh mm-hmm. very into that game would love to talk about that uh, on an upcoming episode it is it is wicked fun to all of our friends who want emulators pull out subterranea and play it because it's very cool yeah, give it a whirl, especially if you like asteroids. It's very much like an asteroid oh, yeah, type sure. game of like, here is your little ship, and it like has momentum. It has a little bit of like finesse to it. If you like it to be kind of complicated just for you to move around, yeah. Subterranea is cool. Very much so. Uh, let's move on to 2024. Is anybody explicitly excited for anything in March? There are a bunch of games, but I none of them speak to me. I know our fans. I, sh- I should give shout out to, to we asked uh, our, our Patreon, and I know some people talked about Dragon's Dogma 2. I know we have a community that really uh, finds Dragon's Dogma a beloved thing and are very excited for that one. So I'll at least shout out that. There's also the Princess Peach game. I don't know. Well, who, who knows? Maybe that's cool. It could be. Who knows? Dude, I don't it know. Could be. I'm kind of tired. Of, I'm tired of the Switch, man. I'm yeah, just tired yeah. Of it. yeah. That's a good way I'm, to put I it. I feel I feel burnt out by it. <laughs> well, let's move on yeah. to uh, April of 1994, and uh, there's a massive looming thing for us. It's Super Metroid Month. Daytona USA. <laughs> 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 that's not it <laughs> no that's well, it no, we that's all agreed. Yeah, no, before that's recording it. we were all talking no, about we're all yeah. really excited for Daytona no, no, y'all, take, y'all take your Super Metroid time now have your Metroid time <laughs> I'm so excited for this yeah EJ is it your first time ever playing Super Metroid yeah it's my first Heck time yeah. playing through it um, that'll be cool you know it's uh, it's one of those things where I, I can't find myself saying that Hollow Knight is my favorite game of all time if I don't go back and and play yeah. all the progenitors of Hollow. Very mm-hmm. honest of you. So, yeah. so I'm gonna go play basically all of them that I can find. You know, Castlevania Symphony of the Night and Super Metroid and yeah. Mega Man X in some respects has some, <laughs> some stuff in there. You know, just anything that all the you know all the side scrolling shooters, things, just all the things that 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 makes Hollow Knight good and and how they perfected all of those beautiful. Uh, little things that are, you know, that are yeah. obviously homages to to great mm-hmm. games before them. So yeah, um, so I'm far, to play this one. my favorite Metroid game is actually Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance, and I would like I, I'll probably tool around, maybe try to beat it, but I don't know. I, no, no commitments yet, but I want to be checking out Super Metroid and uh, Metroid Fusion in a post Metroid Dread world, and especially now for me, also in a post Hollow Knight world. I'm very much reevaluating, like. What of these games do I actually love? I think when I played the Metroid games, though, I loved them because they were the only things in that genre I knew about, but I had my frustrations with them. And where I'm really starting to land is if games don't have those frustrations, I like them a whole heck of a lot more. So I'm really starting to feel myself fall out of love with Metroid and replaying Super Metroid, I think, is going to be the like deciding factor (laughs) in that uh, test two games i want to talk about briefly that i don't really know too much about so we can't i don't even know yeah. how much discussion we can have about them is tempest 2000 yeah. for the atari jaguar um mostly just because i've heard so many just kind of stories about jeff minter at this yeah. point uh that i'm excited to check out one of his games i i don't know anything about him really i don't know anything about his games you ever played so you've never played a tempest game I i've guess. never played any tempest game oh, okay just wondering. I've, I've maybe played the arcade cabinet, but mm-hmm. I I don't know. I, yeah. I really feel like I haven't gotten around to it because 
I just feel like uh, I just haven't encountered it. Um, there's yeah. also, in addition to Tempest 2000, which came out in 1994 on the Jaguar, yeah. um, there is a Jeff Minter uh, video game documentary ca- coming out. So yeah. it is kind of like an interesting time to play to some of out. his games yeah. right now. It might be yeah. the only Atari Jaguar game we ever play, too, which is just right. a fun little thing to get to do uh, and, and is a reason I want to play that game. Um, I'm looking at April 24, and there's a game I don't want to talk about in it, and it's the only one we have listed. I don't mind skipping ahead, but then I also look... I, I, honestly, the summer for both years, kind of kind of dead. Uh, I could skip to well, June, unless anybody has anything in between they want to uh, make mention of. I'm sure the summer will be exciting in 2024 time, because yeah. uh, we just don't know. This is, you True. know, once we hit there's the middle of the drops. year... Yeah. We just don't, we don't know what is going to be, yeah. you know, out there at this point. That's, this is when our lack of knowledge is really uh, showing. But yeah, it wasn't huge for 1994. Um, I will say if we want to kind of condense the summer down, the only, there's only really two games I want to talk about that were summer releases in 94. And that is uh, Streets of Rage 3, yeah. which was one of the first like very hard games that I ever beat. Oh, wow. And I did it out of like, such determination that i remember that experience like i remember sitting there and playing streets of rage and which is a beat-em-up game by the way yeah um with excellent music uh although a lot of people like streets of rage 2's music uh better i've always enjoyed streets of rage 3 uh more as a game mostly because i was a child and it had a kangaroo in it you could play as a kangaroo but then later i found out from listening to insert credit that actually cool people think streets of rage 3 is the best one which is very convenient for me because it was the only one that i ever completed anyways so now i just lean into that as if i've always been a streets of rage 3 guy and right. actually i just lucked out and like kangaroos um but Streets of Rage 3, very fun beat-em-up, uh, very kind of the opposite end of the spectrum from the Ninja Warriors, where Streets of Rage 3 is just kind of crazy and zany, mm-hmm. and it just feels good, and it sounds good. It's the, it is Sega, um, and it's 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 pretty, and it's fun. Uh, the other game to talk about is Police Knots, yep. which is the next game in sort of the, uh, here are the games that Kojima worked on before we get to Metal Gear Solid. So in a way, it's kind of our sequel to Snatcher. Yeah. Um, although from what I know about police knots, there is going to be more, uh, stuff that we might turn our noses up at because it's going to be trashier, wackier, and, uh, hornier (laughs) in that way that Kojima does, which is to be fair, not a good way. Yeah. It is bad. I would say it's bad stuff. It's horny example. Kind of shitty, I would say, is kind of a way to put it. Yeah, just guys being dudes, you know? (laughs) Just garbage truck guys being dudes. dudes. (laughs) I'm excited for July of 94, uh, Star Wars TIE Fighter. Uh, There was a big debate in our draft for the 90s PC season, and I ended up winning with Wing Commander 3, and then that was a huge kind of failure because the, (laughs) the, the journey to try to get wing commander 3 running was a more or less abject failure a a big disaster that game is extremely hard to get running smoothly if not like kind of impossible at least for like layman's like us Mm -hmm. uh and tie fighter is the one that's like oh yeah it's just it's just out it's remastered it's it's good to go you can play it and i think more people actually have an affinity for tie fighter than they did wing commander i was just very interested in the fmv and like the sheer scale 
of Wing Commander and the fact that Wing Commander is now th- those people have been making Star Citizen as a weird, freaky Kickstarter cult uh, for so yeah, long. Baby. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to see that trajectory, but I'm over it. I don't care. I do want to check out TIE Fighter, though. TIE Fighter's cool. It really makes you think whether or not Wing Commander actually ever ran well. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, was that game is like absolutely and TIE Fighter, too, maybe. We'll see. But those games are like designed for flight sticks and if you're not playing yep. it with a flight stick it's like you're playing some really shitty simulator like they're just really poorly they're hard to do uh and and the honestly the only way i'll really really give tie fighter a try is either a if there's like a controller control scheme that's quite good for them or if i go out and buy some really good flight stick which i don't really suspect will be the case although i do want to do that i would love to have a good flight stick and a good driving like steering wheel for racing games those are just two things i like peripherals i'm a peripheral guy i don't know yeah yeah i see <laughs> that i mean i think it makes sense you've been trained on nintendo nintendo yeah. taught you to buy this thing right and that it'll be fun and rock band and there's a lot of things mm-hmm. in my life that i i like the peripherals uh do we want to jump ahead to august of uh, 1994 there's uh, i mean honestly i'm ready to jump to september, september? i got nothing to say about sure. anything until september <laughs> i will point. okay I'll, I'll make mention of august 2024 i know people in the patreon uh said they were excited for black myth wukong just to say this patreon you all started throwing out things you were excited for in 2024 and i realized i don't keep anywhere close to enough of an eye <laughs> on what is going on in gaming because a lot of you listed out games, none of which I had heard of in any kind of respect or whatever. So anyways, shout out to whoever said Black Myth Wukong. I, I got to just jump in and say, Matt, I know for a fact you have seen Black Myth Wukong because yeah. we have streamed sure. the reveal yeah. of it, which is I mean, kind I of don't hilarious remember you're like, I yeah. don't know what that is. It is, it, this, is this has less to do with how up to date you stay on games and more to do with your memory. horrible memory. I don't remember is. this one at <laughs> all though. I do not remember. I'm looking at images of this one. I and don't I think do it's his memory. It. I think honestly it's a, it's a game that just Matt has no interest in. Yeah. That's um, true. It's a 3d action uh, yeah, game. The, I don't care. I can't care. Yeah. I will <laughs> I say care. like Matt black Myth does. I, I have been interested in it because it does in, in a, like a, like a souls kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks kind of cool. Um, but I also want to shout out King of fighters 94. Sure. Um, I remember yeah, we, my family had a movie rental place. Um, and I remember we had this game on the shelf and I love the art. I love these yeah. six dudes. <laughs> um, I thought the art was so cool. I'm pretty sure I drew this as a little boy. <laughs> oh, hell There's yeah. There's a drawing really of me cool. drawing this. Um, so um, shout out to that. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, let's, King of Fighters, those are cool dudes. Yeah, let's jump to September 1994. Then uh, we, I think, made mention of this when we were talking about like the release date stuff. This would be the month we could actually talk about Live Alive, which had its Switch re-release in 2022 or something. But that's a game I've long wanted to check out, especially because I've been exploring JRPGs, uh, but I've been trying to do it very like kind of trepidatiously. And Live Alive is extremely intriguing to me because it's little bite size. It's very clearly delicious delineated bite-sized chunks whereas any of these other games yeah there's like areas you're in uh but i'm more excited about like a series of short stories to play i I feel like that is something i will actually like quite a lot yeah also just the idea of short jrpgs is appealing in general um i think the genre works well with that um a game i want to bring up that would be a sort of sequel 
uh, episode to a game that we covered, uh, which was Another World, mm -hmm. would be uh, the game Blackthorn, uh, oh, yeah. which is a game developed by Blizzard, uh, but is very much in the style of Another World, um, except instead of it being like a smart, very French-feeling, interesting, uh -oh. smart people's game, <laughs> uh -huh. have a game where you're like, you're basically <laughs> Rambo, and you're just kind of out in the jungle... Uh, and you have like a gun and stuff. Um, so, and I have never played it. I, I have, I the the cover of this game has been burned to my into my brain forever because this was one of the only games that I remember being on shelves at game rental stores. Oh yeah, that that my parents would be like, no, "You're not renting that." And, th and to be honest, they were pretty lax. Like yeah. most of the time they were like, nah, they, they had no idea. They didn't care at all. I played a lot of weird stuff, but Blackthorn showed up on their radars being like, nah, that's probably for like adults. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a game I have installed on my pocket that I want to check out that was released September 94 is Dynamite Heady. Only reason mm -hmm. I care about it. It's developed by Treasure who did Bongayo mm -hmm. and I want to play more Treasure games. So what a wonderful excuse to just play a Treasure game. That's all I know about it. And I won't look up anything else about it. I'm just going to play it when it comes time. Oh, but you're 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 telling me you're not also excited for Yu Yu Hakusho Makyo Toy? Yeah, I did see that one as well. I mean, they're, they're both worth playing, right? They're both some treasure uh, stuff. They're both right? treasure yep. beat 'em ups. I mean, yeah. I, well, no, I played a lot Yu Yu of Mortal Kombat too. That's a, I mean, yeah, we're talking about I fighting a lot games. Of it there's too. a, there was a few, there's a few fighting games here. Yeah, yeah, this I don't know what to do with Mortal Kombat too because I played it a lot as a kid, and I don't know what to say about it now as an adult. But <laughs> man, I played a lot. If we're taught, if we're being honest about 1994 oh, yeah. Hunter, I was playing a lot of Mortal Kombat too. <laughs> it was like, a hot release. Yeah. Well, what's so hilarious is we're talking about this game. I mean, it it had its arcade release pending, but in reading the December '93 stuff, like this year is about Mortal Kombat and about Mortal Kombat 2's release yeah. and about the fallout of Mortal Kombat one and the, mm -hmm. i mean we are talking about a series of yeah. years where culturally games are reacting to mortal Kombat, so we will have to we will be bringing up mortal Kombat just by nature of reading magazines throughout the year because right. we're talking about mm -hmm. like court trials we're talking about supreme court like or whatever you know we're, we're talking about big big stuff that was happening in america with regards to violence and gaming so mortal Kombat's gonna come up no matter Ooh. how we care about it Unintentionally, you have created a very good segue into GamePro's choice for their uh, their December 1993 Looking Forward feature. They did a feature about the game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. I remember uh, that game. Oh, okay. I never played it. Yeah. Um, it literally references Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter 2 like the entire time. Yeah. Um, the feature itself i'm not going to throw any shade at game pro at this point <laughs> i haven't i didn't read game pro when i was a kid um so i'm just kind of encountering it now but i gotta tell you this this feature this this like cover story kind of reads like an ad and that's sort of <laughs> all that's going on with it it yeah. is a it is presented as what they call a pro review which is neither the word preview or the word review, which is very convenient because it is simply a list of features in the game. And also it's exhaustive. It covers the, the game that is coming out on Super Nintendo and Genesis and the NES. For some reason, I guess that was something that happened then. Um, but yeah, it just describes the game. doesn't say anything about whether it's good. And the whole time mentions other fighting games 
in this kind of like this might be just as good as those well tell me do you think that is it is that an opinion (laughs) or were you paid to talk about this yeah not not trying to start any (laughs) stuff with game pro in 1993 but it just kind of seemed like an ad that's all i'm saying Uh, another thing we kind of half owe people from our 90s PC season is we wanted to play System Shock, uh, and there's a remaster for System Shock. There's some stuff to talk about with System Shock in September of 1994. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, we can we can, we can can check all of that stuff out. I don't know. EJ, you and I read that book about the guy who made System Shock, uh, so that, that you know, don't there's remember. a reason to... Yeah, it's okay. Uh, you never know. saw... <laughs> it's never. the epic Mickey stuff. So, anyways, let's move on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. move on to... Uh, I do think the absolute biggest month of the year. There's other releases that are big after it, but the biggest month of 94 was October. Let me just list everything off and then we can all choose to talk about stuff. But this month is absolutely wild. Shining Force 2, Doom 2, Earthworm Jim, Killer Instinct, The Lion King, Sonic and Knuckles, and Final Fantasy 3. Uh, for the Super Nintendo, which is Final Fantasy VI. What a, like, complete blowout Amazing. Month. <laughs> yeah, month. You, could play, you could play all those games um, minus Killer Instinct forever. <laughs> well, the, I want to uh, say something. I want to say something about Killer Instinct, because you failed to read out that it was the arcade yeah, version yeah, yeah. that releases yeah, yeah, in yeah. October of 94, which, for the record, I have never played, yeah. and I am still open to that game being a wonderful time right okay that's all i'm saying sure now snes version also a wonderful time (laughs) that is an opinion that some people on this panel have it is not Uh, one that i share about 25 percent what i'm communicating to that person right now is Uh that in spite of me not liking the super nintendo version Uh i'm still very open to liking the arcade version hey and you know what I'm open to loving you even more after after you try it. Um, really, and we know, and we all know, the most impactful game on this list of October games is actually The Lion King. And the reason For us, it's the as Lion, children, absolutely. The reason 100%. it's The Lion King is because it's maybe the hardest game no. on this list of eight games. Yeah. On it's this, so on, funny. On, it's probably true. <laughs> it does get pretty hard, but uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. We all played a lot of Lion King as a kid, probably. Uh, I know I did. It was one of the few. I think we owned it. I don't remember. Or I just rented it all the time. Uh, I'm excited for Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I am committed. You and everybody. Uh, yeah, exactly. You and everybody. But <laughs> I, I, the reason I want to make special mention of it is I am pot committed to playing all of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and Final Fantasy VI. Those are the two I want to play to completion this year. Yes. I want to check out Live Alive. I want to check out Shining Force 2. I want to check out a bunch of other RPGs. I have no idea if I will do all of them. I don't know if I'll have time to play that many RPGs in one year. But those are the two I want to definitely play all of. I've been trying to play Final Fantasy VI for like eight years i i pull it up on an emulator all the time play the opening little like bit and then forget about it set it down do the thing where i whatever uh but i have actually kind of always loved the art of that game i i do that one has always intrigued me final fantasy 6 and final fantasy 9 are the two that i've always actually been like no i just want to play those though like the the others feel like homework all those two feel like yeah i i'm very excited for those yeah those are just pleasures those are just absolute pleasures pleasures i want to shout out shining force yeah. 2 and Earthworm Jim. Shining Force 2, really fun freaking game. Uh, I I played this uh, one of the last times we were in Portland. Um, was when I first was playing it for the first yeah, time. I never I played that. it when I was younger. But 
I love that game. Um, <laughs> it, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, Earthworm Jim, I would. I remember playing through it. I would stop on screens that I could stop, and I would just draw Earthworm Jim. I love <laughs> wow. all, the I art love of that. that game. The scenery and everything is so fantastic in that game. It. it I don't think it's a perfect game. Uh, but I do think, like artistically, it is so fun. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, it, it was like a cartoon come to life. Looking. Yeah, I I loved yeah. it a lot in 1994 because I also really was I was a Beavis and Butthead. It appeals I, to kids uh, in that yeah. way, right? That is the thing. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is in the lineage. It's like Toe Jam and Earl yes. and like games like that, where it's like here's like here's a gross, nasty dude, and you're playing as him. Um, that, yeah. that type of so game. All the tires and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I will say though, I do love like the the world of Earthworm Jim is still something that I can totally get down with, um, and I like the way that the levels look. I don't necessarily love the level design itself, yeah. Um, but I mm-hmm. I like the art. I like the background. Yeah. Um, I even watched a lot of the Earthworm Jim cartoon when I was Gross. a kid. That's really so I yeah, love <laughs> this game big time. Big time love this. I watched the most Genesis ass game too. Yeah, um, dude. Yeah, talking about the most Genesis ass game. Is Sonic and Knuckles the coolest feature that was ever popular amongst our childhood years? A cartridge, you plug in, in you plug other Sonic games in on top of it, and it changes the game of the other game that you played. How weird, how novel, how cute. Yeah, literally incredible. But basically the best idea I think I've ever heard in my life, especially from a (laughs) marketing perspective to children. Yep. They you got know what us. I mean? Like, they got us, folks. They got they us. Got <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. The second you see Sonic and Knuckles when you're four or five years old, you're like, I am, that is me. Yeah. I am on <laughs> yeah. that. Completely yeah. on yeah. that. They yeah. failed us ever since. They've never, yeah. they've never been able to treat us the same. They've you can't plug two discs us. into each other, you know? And I don't know yeah, where, yeah, so I don't stupid. know where we so were supposed to go from there. Um, Hunter, are you excited for Doom 2? Uh, I'm excited for Doom 2, uh, mostly just as an exercise at this point. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the thing about Doom 2, especially from the perspective of uh, not having been someone that experienced it when I was younger and going backwards to it now for the podcast, it's going to be fun to play more Doom. I am not expecting it to be anything besides more Doom. Um, and that's cool. There's nothing wrong with more Doom, but episode four of doom is still something i could spend the rest of my life playing just just that yeah everyone left except for ej is that's a funny thing that happened while i was talking about doom 2 which is kind of illustrates my point right. really yeah, yeah no it one was cares. a good time to check out. <laughs> no, my cat was chewing on my computer monitor and i had to give her food so she would stop of i'm course, sorry uh, of course but i i I, you do kind of make my point when I started talking about Doom 2 you did excuse yourself <laughs> because and so it, will the listeners so yeah and I think there's a lot of Doom people that are like really hardcore and they, they're like dude some of the Doom 2 levels are like the best levels and I totally respect that Yeah, but you know I think from my perspective I will be like I'm excited to play it and that's about it yeah yeah Heck yeah. uh, well, let's jump forward then. We have not been talking about 2024 for a while. Well, there's Again, nothing to talk. We now just, we're in the gray zone. We're we going to no finish. Idea. Yeah, exactly. We're going to finish out all of yeah, this with all of the of stuff, question yeah. mark 2024. So we'll actually be talking yes. a lot about 2024 kind end, of at the yeah. end of this. But uh, November kind of continues. Again, we're approaching holidays and approaching the holidays means there's a lot going on. Oh, and yeah. I think the biggest... 
the actual number one biggest game of the year, according oh, yeah. to all magazines and everything, is Donkey Kong Country. That Donkey, that game yeah, was yeah. a definitive Donkey. experience uh, in from marketing perspective. Donkey. <laughs> Yeah, uh, nothing really to say about it. We'll say more about it when it comes up. Yeah. I think it's yeah. just a good game. We'll absolutely uh, yeah. just play it. I'm excited to play it like all the way through. I've never beaten and, uh, uh, any of the SNES Donkey Kong countries. They always got too hard for me as a kid. Oh. But now I want to go back and like mm. properly beat them because I know I can now. Like I know they're not yeah. so hard that they're I can't that beat them. Uh, I just couldn't when I was yeah. younger. Unlike uh, the Lion King. Unlike the Lion yeah. King. Uh, that game's hard. The other game that comes out this month is the one I am now. Uh, as an adult just so yeah. excited for we get to do demon's crest if you listen to our game boy episode gargoyles quest was maybe my favorite game of the game boy and demon's crest is definitely absolutely way better <laughs> and i cannot yeah. wait to play it <laughs> yeah demon's crest yeah, is I'm sick and it's gonna when, when we get to that we're just gonna be like yo this Dude. is sick we're Bro. just gonna, yeah. yeah it's just gonna, gonna, gonna be like, we're just gonna be like passing the J's <laughs> and just at like, each other. <laughs> we're gonna be, like, sure. yeah. <laughs> it's just gonna be like an hour of us like hitting bongs yeah. and being like, dude, right. Demon Crest, oh, bro. <laughs> um, Hunter, we talked. We've talked a lot about Blizzard games. You've talked to me mm -hmm. a lot about Warcraft Two. Are you excited for Warcraft Orcs and Humans, the first game coming out in November '94? I'm glad you bring it up. Yeah. Because it is my Elder Scrolls arena. Yeah. Um, you will have the day off, little buddy, <laughs> and I will tool around in that game, and, and I will get as many nuggets as I can out of it, <laughs> and then I will report to the people <laughs> about the nuggets I extracted. Yeah. Um, I did play this game as a child, and I enjoyed it as a child, but when I was a kid, I think, I, I think it's fair for me to say that when I was a kid, because I was in the woods and we didn't have cable... I maybe had like a an overwhelming urge to devote my brain to the video games. Mm -hmm. And even if they were boring, even if they were bad, I still just kind of just sat there and churned out. And Warcraft Orcs and Humans was definitely a churn out yeah. on the computer kind of game, especially because it probably didn't even run that well on whatever, <laughs> on whatever you had, <laughs> whatever piece of shit I was playing it on, you know? Uh, well, we can round out the year. Something we didn't mention is a January 2024 release, but I just find poetic is Tekken 8 because mm -hmm. December 1994 is Tekken for the arcades. Uh, yeah, so we actually have we two it. Tekken releases in this year. I have never played even a single second of a single Tekken game. So that's all I have to say about it is, hey, isn't that a cute little bookend? <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. weird that they didn't they didn't go like, hey, this is our 30th yeah. year anniversary, Tekken 8. I didn't see anything <laughs> of that. You know, <laughs> kind of, they didn't I even take say, acknowledgement of it. I think it's OK that they didn't do that because here's why it, it because no Mortal Kombat decided we're going to do a remake uh -huh. of the original Mortal Kombat game, but with like a different story and more characters I feel like they kind of stole all the 30th anniversary celebrating a fighting game like Oxygen. And so Tekken wisely looked around and was like, that's actually, people don't want that. So we're not going to do that. Let's just not worry about it. What do you got, EJ? Tekken just gets to say, this is the eighth one. <laughs> and that's it. And like, they do can the move math. on with their lives. Yeah. Yeah. This one's do number the math eight. on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Honor, I am really so on this document. You've you've typed out a lot of releases. There's some stuff you've ignored. It's not like you've typed out every single game no. that was released. Mm-mm. But I am fascinated to know why you chose to write down Uniracers for the Super yes, Nintendo. Please, <laughs> I just cool watched game. a video of it. I was gonna talk about it. I was like, this game actually looks freaking sick. <laughs> Watch a well, video okay. of it right now, no, no, listeners. No. Let, uh, listen, the ball <laughs> just your got car, passed to me. On the bus, on the plane. I'm not throwing shade. I, it's genuine curiosity. I don't know anything about this game, and I'm just have and I'm looking at the Wikipedia article. Okay, so you have not played no. Uniracers. No, no, no. You should fix cool. that. Okay, <laughs> I played it. Here's, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna the fix it. First time I played it was actually in the pandemic. I I never played. I saw the the I saw the box when I was a kid. I would see it, and I'd be like. <laughs> That looks dumb and then didn't play it and then whenever i got a super nintendo classic i actually loaded it up onto the super nintendo classic using uh, hacks because i am a hacker oh i'll go play um, that tonight yeah you got it yeah yeah ej's <laughs> got it um and it was rad as hell like it was just wow. instantly interesting it's just like a weird you i mean you you it are like- if you look at the cover that's what the game is basically yeah. that's yeah. exactly what it is well, like Marble uh, Madness, but with a unicycle. It looks like a flash bicycle game. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. those old, like... Yeah. And that's not know. an insult, either. That's, like, a cool thing No, no, that's thing great. Those were fun. Yeah. I mean, did, that's what you did in the computer High lab. High-speed two-player competition. Uh, there was a sequel to this game called Unirally, and it was uh, pulled from shelves and ceased production because DMA Design was sued by Pixar and lost because apparently the courts found that their unicycle design was too similar to a Pixar short film featuring a unicycle, and uh, the DMA, DMA Design people never forgave them. Uh, the problem wow. with Pixar was that they seemed to think that any computer-generated unicycle was owned by them, but they Actually, still lost. Pixar now. Actually, <laughs> Yeah. Fuck Pixar for <laughs> shitting on my boys. That's Whoa. terrible. That's some bullshit. Well, don't worry. DMA Design went on to become someone you might be familiar with, Rockstar. Yeah, so exactly. Everything <laughs> they win for them. Whoa, is that true? Yeah, it's true. Is that true? Yeah. That's amazing. I gotta play Uniracers now. There you go. Uh, well, okay, so that kind of ends the dates we know. There are a couple more 94 games uh, of note that are are in that realm of th- there's no telling when they came out. Uh, Hunter, we've talked before on this show about Elevator Action, and uh, you've written yeah, down maybe. Elevator Action Returns. I almost... Yeah. I, that's great. I think we can leave it there. It's super exciting to play that. The other one, though, that we don't really ever talk about that I'm also excited to play is a game called Sensible World of Soccer which is supposed to be one of the uh, better sports action arcade games kind of ever uh, and is not I've one never, I've ever checked out. I've never played it, um, but I've it seen footage cool. of it and it looks, it's like the Tecmo Bowl of oh, soccer. Yeah. Right. Just a very arcade-y, um, but also not cutting any corners. It's just like, here's all the, the dudes. We're playing soccer. Yeah. Full, full field of <laughs> soccer people, but it we are keeping incredible. the mechanics simple and snappy uh and i like that yeah, i want i want pac-man but soccer yeah, basically this, this looks amazing if you yeah. if you haven't looked like look a video up of it i'm i'm addicted to this now yeah i want to play this so bad okay well that rounds out 1994 uh but because release dates are what they are for the actual upcoming year there is a huge list of games we can start to go through that are the unclear question marks of 2024 uh, I'll lead off with one of the ones that actually we know is kind of, I think, supposed to be early. 
2024. I'll have to double check it. But a game I've been looking forward to for like two years or when, whenever its initial uh, like premiere was. Maybe it was only like a little over a year ago. But a game called Pacific Drive uh, is yeah. going to be on PlayStation. It is a uh, driving game where you uh have this car that you just are like adding crazy futuristic components to and it is they call it a road like uh where you take (laughs) you take the car you drive it out you're trying to survive this like really crazy alien presence that's going on and uh when you fail you reset you can tool around in your garage some more but i'm very excited for this to be like my next uh driving game to like kind of really sink my brain into i've been like kind of overly excited for this game and these are the kinds of games i feel like i always get excited for and then they do disappoint kind of everyone but i don't care this is the one i'm unnecessarily excited for no i think it has a slow bubble to it yeah i think there is uh there's this is like kind of a developing genre i feel like because we had um choo choo charlie yes uh which kind of had a lot of the same stuff where you're a train and you're kind of upgrading your train but it also has like loose like survival stuff going on with it um i think that it looks interesting and i think regardless of whether it succeeds or fails this is something that wants to exist yeah and it might be pacific drive it might be another game that comes out in a couple years but somebody is gonna make a sort of it's almost like the twisted metal of minecraft Mm -hmm. it's like a car Mm. or vehicle focused game that has a little bit of survival and a little bit of progression and it just kind of happens in some sort of procedural world that seems to be like an idea of a game that is out there and people want it to happen it will happen eventually definitely i should note that pacific drive does have a release date it's february 22nd which is one week before final fantasy 7 rebirth that's hilarious get absolutely buried yeah yeah it'll be well it might yeah that. Yeah, Mike. Well, it's, there's such That's different a, genres too, though. That it, it is, I but know, I'm just, overly, I just, uh, I, yeah. well, February, no, right. as we already talked about, was is super packed. Yeah, it's which ridiculous. Is like nostalgia it's stuff. True. So, yeah, Pacific Drive. Pacific Drive has a chance, though, to stand out amongst a bunch of like just yeah. wild stuff. They should stuff release it right now. They, <laughs> you're listening. If they release could, it I'm today. sure they would. <laughs> um, Hunter, you've been long awaiting the release of the Elden Ring DLC, and that's, I don't yeah. know, is that expect, like, is that firmly expected this year, or has that turned into just like a big question mark? <laughs> no, I think I think that that will come out this year because I think From Software um, knows that they are, you know, the biggest boys in town. Mm-hmm. Um, because, so now we have to hear from them uh, every year, which right. we kind of already were hearing from them almost every year anyways. Um, but I think it is their big thing for this year. Um, and yeah, I mean, they've had, they've had long enough. Um, I'm sure it will be, uh, shown off in the summer and then released in the fall. I'm like almost a hundred percent. I, I, I'm well, and that's based off nothing. Yeah. I have no insight except <laughs> for just my gut, yeah. which tells me that Reliable we will get gut. that Elden Ring DLC and it's going to be really, I mean, obviously it's going to be good. I don't even have to explain to you why it would be good. It's going right. to be great. Uh, a game that's uh, slated for kind of vague summer release of 2024 is Bennett Foddy's new game, Baby Steps, which looks to be a real upgrade to... uh, I mean, he's been making like really dumb, weird, niche, like games for so long, Mm -hmm. and then getting over it was such a step up where itself the game is still like oh it's just kind of like tossed together but it got so <laughs> much more hype behind it and obviously so much more money <laughs> went bennett foddy's way that yeah. now he gets to make this uh very new thing where that is still very bennett foddy you play as this this guy trying to shamble around it's kind of like the 
the people on the ship in Up, where they're like, I don't know how to do anything. I'm a useless kind <laughs> of just thing. Oh, sitting. Wally. Yeah. yeah, or in Wally. What did I say? Up. Wally, I meant yeah. Wally. Huh. Thank you. Uh, but you play as this character. It's going to be difficult to walk. That will be the entire hook of the game is that you're just trying to move around the environments, but it also looks like it. Maybe it will have funny voice acting. Maybe it'll be very cringe worthy and not as funny as we all hope it is. But I trust Bennett Fonny to make a funny game. I think it will be funny. And also I think that honestly, I think the reason that it's so interesting is this is clearly, in a way, a, a response to Death Stranding. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because, you know, Bennett Foddy is the That's guy that hilarious. has been making ja games. So he's funny. been making James. He's been making games about walking and that being hard and weird mm -hmm. and difficult. And then Kojima took his, you know, took a stab at that with his backpack game of walking <laughs> backpack. around. Uh -huh. Um and I feel like Baby Steps feels now we're in conversation. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Quop <laughs> clearly inspired Death Stranding a little bit. And now Death Stranding has inspired Baby Steps. So I just want the Bennett Foddy, Hideo Kojima <laughs> back and forth yeah. to last at least one decade <laughs> is all make, I'm asking for. Who can make walking yeah, harder? <laughs> yes. Who can yeah. make we walking might. harder? I think the answer is obviously Foddy, but we will see because now they're locked. We got a decade it, to figure it out. It's a walking duel. I hope they duel. keep the theme going because this is just the baby that comes out of the little thing. Yeah. You're the right. grown-up baby. This is the sequel to this. <laughs> the this is the baby from baby. the canister. It's a grown bridge baby um, yeah. and I think for the record we should all be saying and I don't know if Benefati would like or not like this but I think we should be saying that Baby Steps is the second strand like game that's yeah. what I want to put yeah. out there yeah, yeah. Uh, a game I'm excited for that I didn't even fully realize had a 2024 uh, announcement for it I, I thought it was more vague than that but it's a 2024 release date that for some reason I just trust and that's uh, Earthblade by Extremely OK Games, mm. the makers of Celeste. I just trust them to not miss their mark. Uh, I, I feel like the story will be like Silk Song was rumored for a long time, kept mm. not coming out, kept on coming out, and then Earthblade's just gonna come out and completely like pull the rug out from under whenever Silk Song. I, I just feel like that's gonna be the story of those two games. Is maybe Silk Song will follow by like a few months, and everyone will be like, yeah, but Earthblade though, like, did we actually need Silk Song as much? I don't know. I, I think uh, I think Earthblade could really mess things up for that uh, genre, but I'm extremely excited for it uh, and excited to see more of it. Although also there's a part of me that wants to look at nothing about it until it comes out and then just play it. Well, there's hardly anything to look. You yeah, know, this so is far there's not there's I, not that yeah. much. There's just there's, there's no just nothing. Trailer. That's what makes me worried. That's what makes me worried that we won't see it this year. Um, but it is one that I want to see so bad. This is a perfect, like, give me that in November yeah. around the holidays when I got some time mm. to just sit there and sink. Definitely. Mm. I, I want to say this. I, I, I've been a little bit disappointed in the idea of Earthblade since it was announced. And here's why. It, it is another Metroidvania game. Yeah. And just as a consumer, yep. I am not lacking for that. I am not... I know that for me, I am not going to have Earthblade and Hollow Knight Silk Song go in some sort of Coliseum and duel. Yeah. I know the reality for me is I'm going to play both, which means I'm just going to get a lot yeah. of that. Right. And I kind of feel like I would have been... Ex There's a lot of directions that they could have gone after Celeste that I, that I would have been super excited for. And I feel like Metroidvania-like game would is kind of like the most predictable way to go. Yeah. So 
in that way, I'm I'm like a little bit disappointed. Right. I have no doubt that it will be not only a competent game, but it will be an interesting game, um, and it will be very well made. Um, but also, maybe we could have done another multiplayer game. Like I this know. all started with Towerfall. Yeah. Like, Bring and we don't get that. games like that no. hardly ever. I know. So. Could we have gone back that direction? I don't know. That definitely was my reaction. What if it's a multiplayer Metrovania? Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, like something. Who something knows? Like that. I That'd mean, maybe, cool. maybe we do Good. get something like that. I, I kind of doubt it, but who knows? It would have been it yeah. would have been a part of the the yeah. trailer. You they, know what I mean? Would have if, been if the hook was multiplayer. Yeah, I, I was also a little bit disappointed when it was like, oh, it looks like that. Now, they, of course, as everybody does that's making a Metroidvania, they always insist, well, it's not just a Metroidvania. We've, we do have this other idea to it, but they haven't shown us what that is yet, and so there's, there's really no telling. Mm -hmm. Another game I would love to be excited for, but I, I'm just, it's not feeling there yet, is Hyperlight Breaker. Uh, Hyperlight Breaker is a, a sequel to Hyperlight Drifter, but it's a it's a 3d action game they've been going in a lot of different i've been tracking the development of it and there's been like lots of changes to it and it just feels like we played solar ash and we kind of got this feeling of like oh it, it feels like a lot of people got added to the company after hyperlight drifter's success mm -hmm. and that's great and i want more people to have jobs but it feels like all those people made something that kind of a group of people sort of all put together, but it di didn't feel cohesive. It didn't feel like there was mm -hmm. one vision to it. And I'm very much getting that vibe from Hyper Light Breaker, that there's also just too many cooks in the kitchen and there's not like a definitive uh, kind of guiding principle behind it. And that's what makes me nervous for it. But I'll still check it out if it comes out. I I actually don't think it will come out this year, though. Uh, Hades 2. Yeah, baby. Second, the yeah. second of the Hades. There's two hells Will now, it folks. come out? I wonder. I, I'm so... Uh, I hope or it will does. it just come out in early access? Or are they not going to do an early Listen. access at all? Like, Hades is built. Hades is great in the same way that Baldur's Gate 3 is yeah. great. And both of those games are great because their early access was well. such a solid well done early access yeah, of I want to point out though that everything on this list of games that, the unclear list it, all of these could not come out this sure. year oh, no, basically I all yeah, well, I, I think a, maybe Hades 2 comes out in early access this year that's more my prediction oh yeah yeah I think it, it, I think it releases in, in some capacity and I think it's going to be great it also might not be necessary to do early access yeah. on a sequel yeah. like the, just true. philosophically that it, it might be like yeah, we no we, know what we we're getting. get we yeah. know what Hades yeah. is. We know how to improve it. We don't necessarily need to have that back and forth with the yeah, audience. And it, who knows? That could mean that the game is less good. But yeah. I also feel like they would be justified in having confidence about Hades too. Yeah. Yeah. They probably didn't have as much confidence in Hades, right? They needed that feedback right. to say, hey, you know, is this balanced in a way that feels right? You know, stuff like that where they're like, well, we can play it at a high level. It's because you developed it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, right. But it's like, uh, you know, can people play it, uh, you yeah. know, and it'd be fun, but also challenging, right? So uh, I don't think they necessarily need that type of feedback anymore, like Hunter's saying. And yeah. I think it's going to be much more like we can just develop this thing. We have the engine for it already. Mm -hmm. uh, we can just like redo all the art design and, uh, well, not redo it, but, you know, revamp Upgrade, it. And, re uh, shake yeah. things up. Yeah. Uh, Son, what are you excited for in 2024? Animal Well, if that does come out. Yeah. I'm very yeah. excited about that. Donkey getting his um, business going. Uh, Donkey. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> Donkey. 
Okay. Um, uh, Star Wars Outlaws. I am. I when yeah. they said Grand Theft Auto, but Star Wars, I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I'll, if, if it is that, like, I'll accept that. Yeah. Like that. That it does sound fun. Like if it is like. I mean, just if it's that, if I got, fl- if, if it's flying cars, like parking, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the air, come on. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. do it. If Avowed actually comes out. Yeah. Let's talk you know, about Avowed for a second. I won't, I won't, be, able to, yeah, I won't be able to play it because yeah. I don't, ha- I mean, unless, well, I mean, maybe the deck, I don't know. Um, but yeah. yeah, I, if it comes out, that's cool. It's, um, we've heard I so little about it. I really, I just don't have any hope that that game is on the horizon. That because we, they like they did they did well, they an Elder trailer, Scrolls Six game style Awards. thing. They gave it they yeah well a while ago right. There's not like been a trailer for Avowed in like uh, two years or a year and a half or something. Didn't they right? just didn't they just release one in the Game Maybe. Awards that we watched and they had the guns? The guns? No way. Looks like it was like six months ago, but yeah, it was it was during the summer. But to be fair to Matt, it also was announced three years ago. So. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there are guns. Weird. Oh man, my my desire for this game just went down a lot. <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't like guns. I don't like guns. I I think it'll be. I mean, I don't know. So so for people that don't know, Avowed is in the Pillars of Eternity universe, mm-hmm. uh, which was an isometric uh, RPG, a CRPG that Amazing did universe. very well. Sun loves it a lot. It's a good setup for a universe. Uh, and then this is also sort of the team that did. The outer worlds, uh, not mm-hmm. to be or the outer worlds, not to be confused with the outer wilds, but the outter worlds was the sort of Fallout New Vegas follow-up. Uh, it was Obsidian making a first-person shootery RPG, where the big appeal of it was that they really restricted the space to it, so it wasn't too big, uh, and they they said they would make it more dense than it was big. It was critically middling or whatever, you know, like an like an eight out of ten kind of game. Um, and Avowed yeah. seems like it's gonna like be following in its footsteps. And I I don't know yet if it's bigger or if they're keeping to that same restrictive approach. I hope they do. I, I'm I'm tired of open world games, and I would like this to be uh, smaller. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know about Avowed. I do want to check it out. It's kind of the Elder Scrolls we'll get in the next five years, you know. Right. Uh, so there's yeah. at least that for it. Uh, but I, I don't know if it'll be any good, Hunter. I want to read something real quick because something I've noticed that people tend to make fun of um, when they're making fun of uh, like like Japanese role playing games or Japanese role playing game trailers. Um, I just want to read you something. This is this is from. The body of the avowed official gameplay trailer YouTube post. And I just want to read it. (laughs) Explore the living lands. A mysterious island filled with adventure and danger. As an envoy of Adir, you are sent to investigate rumors of a spreading plague. That's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to read that. <laughs> just for anybody. That's what the that game is I about. And that's our, see, that's our, to, that's our log I, line. <laughs> next you time me, you're you watching a trailer for a JRPG you don't know about, <laughs> and it starts saying some bogus stuff up top and giving you information you don't need, yeah. I want you to just remember that. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. That was for somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody needed to hear that, Oof. and I, I caught you, okay? 
Man. Um, also, here's here's two big open questions. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which we kind of already half brought up. I who knows if it comes out. Who cares? That game is definitely going to I be care. a no, 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 no. What who cares about Hollow Knight? We are all song worn hate. out for the hype. Okay, it's been plenty of time. That game is going to get announced, and the announcement will come with like it's coming out next month, and then I'll be prepared to like be excited for it. But I don't need to just right. do the thing where we sit. I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Okay, I've I know how to make peace with my God, and that's to ignore it until it's there in front of you uh and then the other one is metroid prime 4 same story if it ever is talked about ever again i'll be excited then okay well okay so metroid prime 4 that actually leads into i think the most interesting conversation we could have here which is that really the thing that is going to define this year that we haven't said one word about is whatever the follow-up to the Nintendo Switch is. Right. Like, that will be the thing. Yeah. That in a year from now, when we sit down to podcast, that will be the thing that we will be talking about. And we don't officially know anything about it. Except for, of course, it's going to have two screens and you're going to be able to smell stuff. But <laughs> besides the fact that it's going to be a, t- a double-screen Switch that does healthcare, we don't know anything about it. Besides that it has three screens, it can read how long you'll live, and it tells you with a little death clock up in the left-hand corner. So it has four screens, and you can sleep on it. But besides that, we don't know anything officially about it. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to get one of those blood pressure cups anyways at <laughs> the Costco, peripheral. So, Me yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that this is coming out. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. EJ, what do you It'll got? be your doctor. Yeah, uh, kind of the last thing I'm excited for, you know, if Skull and Bones doesn't hit and, you know, you're not really feeling the Sea of Thieves itch. <laughs> you're uh, petting everything on Skull and Bones, huh? Then Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is coming out. Yeah, Cat Quest, baby. Cat Quest 3, baby. And boy, does this a little arcade run around, uh-huh. shoot guys. Uh, wow. And you can do that on a lot of different consoles that that bad boy's coming out on, so... Um, you know, just in case, just I'm just hedging my bets against Skull and Bones because it is uh, a big bad in Ubisoft that generally finds ways to mess up games. Though I will say, I'm gonna since I've been kind of messing on Ubisoft here, I do like uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think that's a really good game, um, and there's some other games I like by them too. I just wish that maybe we didn't have so many fetch quests. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah, Cat Quest 3. Has anybody here? I mean, we were talking about Avowed and like um kind of like Elder Scrolls y vibe. I yeah. I've been really wanting to finish a Vampire the Masquerade game. Mm. Um I mm. love the TTRPG. I've always wanted yeah. to actually play it. I've watched a I watch a lot of live plays of it, and I think there's just so fun. I love the world. Um and so this game, this has been one of the ones that I'm like, ah, maybe that will be the one that I like grab Go and play. Because I don't feel like yeah right it's like i don't do i really need to go play one probably not you know yeah. right and so i, I want to dive into it because it, i do i love vampires who doesn't yeah i don't love and vampires. that's why i'm not excited for it at all but i'm excited for my friend's son who's excited <laughs> for that game and that sounds great and i've heard i've always heard great things about vampire the masquerade but uh yeah it's it's not one i think my brain will will uh lean towards i completely forgot about metaphor refantizo the game by Perso- yeah. the persona three four five um fantasy oh, yeah. i'm very excited about that game if it actually comes out this year 
just I'm not going to play to Persona like There's no room. Oh, I will. I will. I'll do it for you. That's that's what that's what you I play do it for, for me you. and then you let me know what I thought of it and I will repeat mm-hmm. it on the show as if it is gospel. And guaranteed our mm-hmm. favorite game of the year is one we have not said or thought of. Like that's going to mm-hmm. happen, right? right? It feels like the unless it's releases. Final Fantasy 7, you know, uh, you know, or something like that that's like kind of obvious. Slip. I yeah. just feel like it's there's gonna, gonna be, be cool some, indie stuff that we just aren't yeah. even talking about yet. There's gonna be all sorts right, of because we just things. don't know anything about it. And then, uh, we'll next year we'll be raving about it and we'll all have a great time. So. Absolutely, right? Yeah, and we don't know the the launch titles for this Nintendo Switch Super Switch Two. Yeah, Super that Switch Two. You four screens, huh? And you can. It has. It. it actually has and seven screens, and you seven. actually wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 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 and it wraps around your One torso. For every hole. <laughs> And and it actually wraps around your butt too, and uh, you no longer have to use the bathroom normal anymore. Oh. Nintendo just takes that. They just extract it from you. They extract it, and yeah. it's like you're it's an so astronaut nice now, and it feeds you too. And it's super Don't generous because you can uh, on it. What I've heard is that you can rebuy Super Mario World for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> it's going to be so exciting. You get to buy it again. It's not backwards compatible at all. But if you want to buy Super Mario World for forty nine ninety nine, that will be available on the Switch too. The, now I will say this is using haptic feedback a little bit better than PS five has to this point. So <laughs> that is it's it's. It is way better than the dual sense because you can piss in it. <laughs> and it's way up in there, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just a catheter. They're actually it's just releasing Nintendo's a catheter their for first, their first catheter. That you install yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> can we just all, can everybody just say a haptic catheter? That's a fun. Haptic sorry, haptic I just stumbled catheter. upon that's a favorite phrase haptic. of the year. The haptic mm-hmm. catheter. One thing I forgot to bring up for my research is that Ed magazine the uk game magazine um for their uh december 1993 cover story uh they did an issue about this game called rise of the robots which was a fighting game that used a lot of 3d graphics almost like donkey kong country it was a lot of saying a lot of the same stuff it's like we've got this powerful like hollywood style uh animator stuff and and the preview is like all talking up like oh this is so interesting this this fighting game's gonna be great comes out at the end of 1994 and edge gives it a two out of 10 and says that it's horrible and that wow. that's just kind of part of how it worked back then yeah you just had sometimes... to be excited for kind of the picture you saw well and you know what i'll say this we've gotten a lot better in this way because yeah. edge in 1993 was like yo at the end of the year let's think about the next year i got this one robot fighting game we heard about and then Polygon is over here telling me there's 50 games coming out next year that I need to be excited about. And yeah. that's, you know, there's a lot of crap in there, probably. Mm-hmm. But also, they're really they're really covering their asses a little right. bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any of this like, could have been important. Who knows? And in we could say, told you so, if it, if it is, yeah. like, good, right? Of like, course. It's a told you so moment. That's kind of what we're doing. We're hedging our bets. We're hedging all of our oh. bets right now. We've bet hedged plenty in, in this hour and a half, you know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's wild that back in the day they used to just they just spend all of their you know all of their juice on one pony and then just lose bad <laughs> yeah. and they had to admit it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like two out of ten. Like, to their mom. We fired Carl. 
Yeah, so Carl's dead. Um, Carl did the cover story for December last year. Carl's no longer with us. Not with the company anymore. We got rid of him yeah. um, because that game actually sucked, bro. And and we're telling you that. Two out so that's of ten. pretty tight. Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Yeah.